What is up, Devs Like Us community? Welcome to another episode of Devs Like Us. I think today's title is uh, Choose Yourself or Let Others Choose It For You. Am I, am I right? Well, I was going to go with, you know, welcome back to another episode of Devs Like Us where uh, I might be here tomorrow, I might not. Mm. Mm. Oh, that could go both ways. I like how you put that. <laughs> you both are wrong. The title of this episode is Layoffs and Resignations. <laughs> Dubs Like Us is the community. Anyway, um, welcome back, guys. I'm so glad to be back. It's been yeah. a while. <laughs> yes, yes. So I'm guessing it seems like a lot of things change. See, we have some haircuts, some hair growth. <laughs> <laughs> new headphones, new jobs. So I guess we should just start with the round robin. Um, JB, you want to kick it off? What's, what's new? Uh, let me see. What's new? Um, since, you know, this episode is so fitting, uh, I quit my job uh, working for the government. And uh, now I'm a researcher uh, for a private research uh, company. Uh, so doing a bunch of research and development stuff. Uh, yeah, that's my main thing. Um, been traveling a little bit more. Took a couple solo trips. Um, Washington State. Chef's kiss, A1. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, and, you know, just doing the usual living, loving. Yeah. How about you, Clarence? Everything's been going pretty good. Uh, I feel like I have been... Um, the biggest thing that I've been up to is um, a ton of uh, content consumption. I think that's like the, I'm in that phase of life where I'm just trying to, uh, you know, pretty much learn a lot of different things um, and just kind of expand the knowledge base. Um, work is going pretty good. It's keeping me busy uh, and I'm still remote. So that's a, that's a win in a sense. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's all. That's pretty much where, where I've been. And I grew a fro. I grew a fro. Um, yeah, you're I haven't named it yet, but uh, maybe that that's to come. <laughs> I'll see going real Edgar vibes. <laughs> I go with Edgar. <laughs> Drop in the comments. What should I name my fro? Uh, <laughs> Please don't uh, cut that. Uh, also, you don't know what you're no, asking I have for. To say. I have to say. No, <laughs> it's not the type of engagement. Drop you in want. the comments. <laughs> oh man, how's it going, T man? Oh, it's going pretty well. So I also switched um, jobs slash positions. So um, kind of getting the contractor experience now, which is eye open. That's something I always wanted to do. It's uh, I think it's a good experience. You definitely you it's definitely different. There, are, I think one of the biggest differences is sometimes like you kind of like I don't want to say like be a big boy and kind of like go out there like. When you go on site, it's like handle business and mm-hmm. get things initiative. done type of mentality, take initiative. So that's uh, it's been a good experience. I'm still in school. So I think I've already mentioned like I passed for school. I passed the qualifying exam. And so um, now I've started work. I'm pretty sure I'm like almost 90 percent sure we already said that in one of the, in the last yeah, episode. That was like last year. <laughs> yeah, definitely still something to celebrate. Um, and so now I'm like. Uh, semester on my second semester of doing dissertation so doing research reading a lot of research papers looking at how to improve um, the software testing process with utilizing uh, machine learning 
Um, and so that's been interesting and eye opening, um, kind of like having to go back to a lot of fundamentals to be able to be stronger in the research area. So mm -hmm. that's been fun and um, been going through a lot of data the past the past uh, three months to kind of like prepare the foundation uh, for my research, my dissertation. So that's been exciting. And then it's always family. It's been rocking and rolling, always exciting. So hitting the pool a lot. Got a new gym membership at, uh, oh, nice. not gonna nice. say the name of the gym, but it has an awesome indoor outdoor pool. So the kids oh, cool. can like always, we can always have something to do for the most part. Nice. Um, take them to the pool, chill out. So that's been awesome. It's good because it's hot. This is a different type of heat. I don't remember this kind of heat when we were growing up. You know, up. we had to stay outside all day. <laughs> yeah, this don't, heat don't get out of my house. <laughs> this heat starts you sweating before you even get out the door. <laughs> Definitely does. It's, it's Definitely a gut does. punch as soon as you open the door. Exactly. Do we want to go to shares for the week or do we want to go to the topic? It's up to y'all. Let's go with shares for the week so we can go ahead and, you know, get the people talking. All that fun jazz. Anyone got it? You want me to start? Yes. All right. So, like, past few days, I uh, went and um, paid 10 bucks on by Super Pumped. And boy, have I loved it. So, I, I miss, um, what was this? Was it Silicon Valley, the other show that was on HBO? So, I love, like, I love tech shows. Uh, Silicon movies. Valley was great. It was awesome. It's Just like, a little plug. I have you, to watch it. But I yeah, it it's it's good. Yeah. I don't know. For me, I like being able to see stuff and relate. And like, mm -hmm. all they have to do is get like half of the tech jargon right, and I'm like, okay, yeah. I I get it. Because you know how most normal Hollywood movies is just completely the off. Like that makes worse. Yeah. yeah, like that yeah. makes no sense. That's not realistic. Yeah. But like then you, to see you type for two seconds, it was like I'm in. <laughs> yeah, mm, and then that's like the screens. Yeah, <laughs> but this one for uh for Super Pump, it's not even like the tech so much it as like the office politics um startup culture like the like how people deal with like toxic work environments and so um basically it's all around the start of uber and it's, it's centered around travis the ceo of the company and like his strengths as a ceo and like it definitely highlights all of like his weaknesses as a ceo and it's, it's something that it's worth looking at even if you don't want to work at a startup it's definitely eye-opening of like a lot of times we glorify some of the things in tech but this definitely reveals like a lot of the negativities of things and like what we need to work on and like how you can sweep things under the rug but um it's still going to come to the light eventually um but yeah so they talked about how like women retreated in the workplace um they discussed how um how uh basically um engineers like a lot of engineers are eventually faced with the opportunity of having to decide do i want to work for this great company mm -hmm. and be able to do like this like like this once in a lifetime opportunity to like use my skills for this thing that can probably live on forever or like do i have to, and like do th that thing but also basically I don't want to say sell your soul, but basically be something that you're not. Like one of the things mm -hmm. they had to do in the interview is basically say, like, are you an a-hole or not? And I don't know if this is true or not, because, you know, with Hollywood, you basically have to add some fluff. So I don't know what's true and what's not 
Um, yeah, of uh, course. But uh, I don't know if this portion was true. I know some of the most, a lot of the stuff was accurate, and like there's actually videos of the actual CEO doing like some of the stuff. Um, but this person was like at the end of the interview, like, "Are you, uh, are you a or not?" And these people clearly aren't and don't want to, but like they want the opportunity, so they basically like end up not being themselves and and saying like, "Yeah, they are," just so they could get the like get the job, which um, yeah. is definitely eye opening and something like Very I would never want to like not be able to be myself somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, that was. Um, let me see if I could performative like work environments are terrible like you're definitely going home exhausted like mm -hmm. developing all day and talking all day for certain people is exhausting but to add performance to that uh is horrible um like forcing yourself to be a tech bro if you're not mm -hmm. that is uh, that's very like frat type mentality like frat hazing type mentality i don't want to say frats overall because not all frats are terrible but right. you know the hazing portion of uh frats and things so yeah right now i think uh it's one of those things that uh it's a reminder uh when you're getting interviewed for these companies um you have to interview them just as much as they interview you to kind of mm -hmm. see what is the work culture going to be like you know if it's going to be one of those things that you might like for a few months, but then you kind of see where you'll, you know, burn out eventually, like, you know, that might be kind of a, a, um, a red flag, but also if you do get the opportunity to talk to a few of the coworkers that are, I mean, talk to a few of the um, employees that are there mm -hmm. um, and Catch try to get, walk outside. yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think I saw, stalker, though. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> Yeah, I think I saw, um, I think like, especially like at big tech conferences, I know a lot, I've seen like a lot of people who are like bloggers who, you know, mm -hmm. like they meet with these employees, you know, while they're at the conference, you know, maybe get a few minutes to chat, maybe even, you know, over dinner, maybe even just like a drink at the bar or coffee in the morning. But just a matter of just like doing the due diligence to see like, am I fit here? Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, will I love it? I mean, granted, you don't have to be there forever, but you also don't want to uh, I dread the idea of, like you said, Terrence, kind of like sell my soul uh, uh, mentality or just work culture because that, that wouldn't be a good fit. And that would essentially cause an identity crisis. Like, uh, because if you live that life of portraying yourself in a certain manner for long enough, you will then start to lose parts of yourself and that will kind of bleed over into your regular day-to-day -day life. Now the people at home are like, you've changed. I don't like this version of you, you know, type of thing, which causes rips and things like that. And so like having that type of culture just, yeah, it doesn't sit well with me at all. Um, so, yeah. But Terrence did mention something that I feel is, you know, Clarence's favorite word, a segue into another one of our shares, which is... Um, the uh, the Leather Boys uh, conversation about Uber. Um, and in this one, first of all, they had, what was the number of male uh, people working there? Uh, I'm getting it for you. Well, at least I'll get it for people to be able to see. 120 see. male um, SREs, which is site reliability engineering, and six female. And so they decided that, hey, we're going to get leather jackets for everybody. 
uh, in this process, they found out that they, they have enough men to get a discount. Uh, but if they get them for the women, then, oh, it's going to cost us extra. Uh, yeah, right here is that section. And so, um, they decided, well, let's just get them for the men and, uh, call it a day. And so, uh, the woman, uh, her name was... Was it Susan? Susan? Yeah, Susan Fowler. Um, she basically sent an email and was like, hey, this isn't fair. And her boss comes back and was like, well, it wouldn't be fair if we bought, you know, if we paid extra for the women's jackets. And it's like, what? Like, and that mo- that scene is all in the, the show on the Super Pump, so... <laughs> It's like they play all that exactly. I forgot which episode, but it's only like nine episodes on the first season. Okay. I think it's worth the 10 bucks. Or if you have Showtime, I think you can watch it like on demand. Oh, um, nice. Where yeah. HBO family is, you got to cut it off somewhere for not getting everything. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, go ahead, JB. I'm sorry. But yeah, I just but wanted no, to like, highlight like that was spelled out there. Yeah. The no, I appreciate it because now I'm about to go watch that particular episode because I want to see how they played it out. Uh, but it's like, as as a female, it's the question of like, what possesses you to say, oh no, us paying extra for your for these six women's jackets, not like it's a 50-50 split. These six women's jackets is is so unfair to the 120 men that we got the jackets on discount. Of course, you how many billion dollar evaluation did they have, JB? Like, <laughs> like, like we're what? talking billions of dollars. That's right. crazy. And, these people First of all, exist. If, if there's a male in the office that's like, oh my gosh, they got special treatment. They got their jackets um on like they got they had to pay extra for their jackets. I'm like, do you know how bulk buying works? Like if you buy in bulk, which is 120 men, of course you're gonna get a discount. You can't buy bulk if they've only hired six people, six women. So it's like the math ain't mathing. Uh, That's one of my favorite things. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, <laughs> and it's a very toxic work environment to say that, uh, oh, we, we're all about fairness. And in this day and age of you know diversity and inclusion, um, like I know this was an older um, situation, but even the fact that in the 2000s, we have to worry about, well, the 2010s, we have to worry about this is crazy to me. But yeah, that's that's my little bit. I'm a little passionate about it. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, after reviewing this, it kind of reminded me, and I and I don't have the uh, uh, I guess like specific time frame, but wasn't it just recently we saw the same thing in sports? Uh, and I forget what the event was, uh, so I don't want to call it. But I remember there was a thing of the women's gym equipment versus the men's gym equipment. Like it was, it was the you know a huge NBA tournament. Yeah, 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 and and you know it's it's one of those things like we keep, we keep seeing this. So I think like if anything, this does bring awareness to you know just equality in the workplace in general, um, and just showing that there's still some shortfalls. Uh, and you know in this case, it, it it's like mm-hmm. like JB said, you're buying in bulk. You just have to buy six. It, well, the bigger problem is you only have six women uh in your organization, but also too just a matter of like if you're buying in bulk, you already got a discount. What is it to spend a little bit extra on six other jackets? Yeah. It also makes me question like, what does the rest of the diversity like categories look like in this place? If like you're like 
oh well we have you know six women like as a woman i kind of liken that yeah. to um i can't even remember which bank it was when the guy was like yeah we can't find enough black people to hire and it's like there's a lot of black people in tech mm-hmm. uh, and so i kind of liken that to the fact that they only have six women there like yeah, I guess I keep thinking that, like, if you only have six women in your department, like, you would at least, for one, you should be apologetic that, like, there isn't a more diverse workspace. But in the same instance, I feel like you should just take a little bit better e- effort to make those feel comfortable and show, like, you belong here. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in this sense, it's just kind of like, yeah, I guess, like, even with most of the diversity and inclusion stuff that we hear nowadays, it's all check marks, but it just shows, like, is there a real purpose behind it and um, and empowerment following that, too? Definitely. For sure. And so, um, and this is, so, um, they do have a new CEO now. They had the formal attorney general um, come in and, like, do a huge report. All this in, is in the show as well, if you're interested in, like, following it. And so I, I like watching stuff like this because it's like a lessons, a good lessons learned. Uh, and so and like, yeah, I have I'm on the last episode now. But, yeah, it's been awesome. I, I, I've enjoyed watching it. And let's see. What what do we have next, JB? Now we're getting episode into the topic. show. Yeah, we're, right. we're getting into the, the nuts and bolts of things. Uh, <laughs> and so I kind of wanted us to start with uh, our experiences and things. Um, now granted, um, as far as I know, none of us have gotten laid off, uh, but we all have resigned once upon a time at some point, um, during the course of our career. Um, but I do know that Clarence has experienced the layoff culture at one of his jobs. Like he wasn't the one on the top of the block, but you know, he was there. Um, so I kind of want him to speak on that. Um, so yeah, I'll start with Clarence speaking on the layoff portion, and then we can all share the stories of the resignations and things. Yeah, sure. So uh, I have actually I've experienced it twice. So um, at one company that I was at, uh, it was very rare for layoffs to happen, um, and it was just to sit, just basically the business that we were in. It was more hiring than kind of like I guess the hiring versus firing. Um, but I do know there were other parts of the organization that would be affected in this just based off of the workload um, and just kind of like the projected picture of what's supposed to happen. Um, But I will say like, I never forget like my first experience with it. It's like one of those things where you just finished school. I think at the time too, it was like, I just finished school. I had just bought a house. Like everything was starting to look really good. You know, like it was kind of like the up and up. And then like, you know, one random day, like we get this notification at, you know or we get this like this odd feeling or i can't remember if it was a message or whatever but uh like a few of our peers you know had been tapped or quote unquote uh tapped on the shoulder um and told to you know basically grab your things and, and leave um and so when you like witnessed that and it was a like you know i had a, a friend of mine that it was affected by it it was like one of those things that like it's it's kind of like it's a reminder that there is safety in employment, but then at the same time, you know, business is business and it can happen to anyone, no matter what your skill level is, your skill set, you know, what you're working on, the importance of what you're working on. It's just a matter of, you know, the business tightening things, tightening things down. Maybe there's lack of funding, um, maybe even, you know, uh, 
I always say there's always other conversations that are going on that mm-hmm. us as the workers don't see. So there's also that thing of, you know, a project that was, quote unquote, at one point in time, highly, you know, highly needed, you know, very of high importance. Also being, you know, pretty much pulling the plug because it just doesn't fit the business needs. Um, and that was kind of like the that's also kind of like the experience of the second go round at the uh, at the second company that I worked with at another company that I worked with. Um, and that was just how they flowed. It was just kind of like, you know, at one one day, you know, you're laying out your um, pretty much your sprints, your uh, all of your workload for the, the weeks. And then someone higher up decides that or I guess higher up, someone decides that, yeah, we don't need this anymore. And so, you know, again, you kind of uh, uh, pack, you know, pretty much again, get the tap on the shoulder, pack your things up. And I want to say like the second experience was, it was, it was, it was one of those things that folks would tell you and you're like, okay, I dealt with this before. So I kind of get it. But then like when you, uh, I guess like visualize the office and notice how simplistic everything was, which mean, which I mean, like, you know, only pretty much carrying what you have so you know your laptop maybe you know like the stuff that you use for the day-to-day but not really like taking the time and i don't know if y'all have experience but you know people folks who like have office plants and uh you know pictures of their families like it's none of that there it's like you know you keep it simple basic basic necessities of what you need and what you could carry because at any given point you know you can get that the boot That sounds like, uh, but quite a few episodes ago, we talked about what we keep on our desk. And I was like, yeah, I, I have nothing on my desk. I just keep the bare minimum. Granted, I didn't have the fear of getting laid off, but it was also like when I decided to go, yeah, I just want to be able to lie. be like, all right, I got this, <laughs> my little rubber ducky. And all right, guys, and I'm just leaving with my little, you know, pack in hand. Um, but yeah, that like. What I imagine that to be is like very nerve wracking because you're like, is somebody going to come tap me on the shoulder? Like, mm-hmm. uh, is this my last week? Uh, you know, you're trying to get your affairs in order, get your resume in order and all these different things because you're like, just in case I need to make sure that I'm good. Um, because also you don't know if it's going to come in waves. If mm-hmm. it's like, all right, they're going to let some people off this week and then they're going to let some people off next week. Or if it's just going to be like one big collective group, they're going to be like, all right, everybody come down to the conference room, like this select group. And it's like, all right, guys, thank you for coming to the conference room. Uh, today's your last day. And that's common. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, you know, you don't you don't really know what group you're going to fall in if you're safe because you're still at your desk or if you're mm-hmm. safe because you're in the conference room. And so it, it creates this very uh, uneasy type of feeling. And so I, I definitely get it. Yeah, I think, too, you know, when you think of like the nature of businesses. So like, you know, we come from a small town at mm-hmm. one point in time, things were thriving. We had, uh, you know, quote unquote plants that were doing really well. And I think you heard a lot about it prior to, you know, us entering the workforce of, mm-hmm. you know, these big um, industrial plants. You know, they them just doing just that, like folks who have spent 50 plus years, you know, their whole lives uh, working for these companies and finding out like, you don't have any uh, pension. You don't have any, mm-hmm. you know, like all of the money that you, all of your hard work. Yeah, pretty much. And like, you know, you heard about that in the industrial, I guess, the industrial side of things. But like when you see it kind of on the tech side, you're just like, I thought these skills were invaluable or I thought, mm-hmm. you know, what you were working on was uh, going to be one of those things that really helped the business, not hurt the business. But 
it's just again i think it's just like that reminder that we're seeing this happen over and over again and Mm -hmm. it's just again like i said i think it boils down to just the nature of of a business yeah so if we were to summarize um if we were to summarize advice for others um what would it be? So for me, even though I have not gone through that, um, I still in my mind, I would say, okay, save as much as possible. And then I also think it's important to make sure you're, um, you're compensated, like your worth to make Mm -hmm. sure that you're able to do that. Inflation was like something like 8%. If you haven't had, um, if you haven't had a raise and you've been at a company, for um, the same company for over a year, over two years, and you haven't had it a raise, like, like keep that in mind. So basically you're, and when I think we've said this like a thousand times, like make sure like you're keeping your, your salary is keeping up with inflation. And also that your, your salary is also keeping up with your knowledge growth and the skills that you're acquiring. A lot of times it's very hard for a company to keep up, uh, to keep up with that. So that's just something to keep in mind. Um, also to make sure like it's a symbiotic relationship, make sure the company is giving you what you need, um, as well. Um, and also that you're able to capitalize on the needs of the company and able to deliver, um, the work as well. So, but like in summary, like, um, and also like when you are looking for new jobs, a lot of times we focus on the tech and opportunity. You need to look at their business portfolio as well. How are they positioned in the market? This is a business. Mm-hmm. Um, are no one? I don't know if anyone's necessarily um, necessarily uh, COVID proof or like um, recession proof. But uh, when we hit the layoffs, the, the startup cultures are the ones who are a lot more. Um, they don't have as much runway. Um, one for one. Mm-hmm. Two. Um, a lot of the the younger companies are the ones that are hiring way too fast. And when you're hiring way too fast, that's when they get in the trouble and they have to do the layoffs. So when we're seeing all mm-hmm. these layoffs at these companies, it's, it's actually, for the most part, can, it's, it's a result of companies hiring too fast and poor management as far as like looking at um, the scale of things. So when they hire too fast, um, they're going to, they'll let people also, we hear people who accepted job offers and they they move cross country and then they don't even they're not yeah. even able to start or mm-hmm. or or you hear people who have started um at a company and they work for four weeks and then they get laid off so like that's a lot worse than like you work for a company two three years yeah um yeah, and you get an exit package because if you team. haven't started if you haven't started you don't get that exit package some of these exit packages are sweet like yeah. They don't have to work for three months and they get paid and keep all their benefits. Um, of course, those are like the top notch uh, companies and they've already Thanks. probably been compensated well. But like if you haven't started a job, like I've, I've moved for a job before. You spend a lot of money <laughs> moving yes. to work at a place. A and so that's something to keep in mind. Like if you are looking to start a new job in this in this in this climate right now, make sure like uh, you ask the questions of. Hey, a lot of companies have been doing layoffs and something like, do like, what is this position for? Like, what do you, what do you need this position for? Is it, uh, do you mm-hmm. see this position being needed um, in the next two years? Like try to, to get insight. And um, if they're a public company, see how they're doing, uh, see how their stock is doing. Cause all that affects, mm-hmm. 
affects your position. Yeah. So Especially if they're giving I've, you stock options. Yeah. Right. So, um, so uh, definitely consider a lot of times we look at like we get um, like hypnotized by like all the perks and stuff, but we need to know mm-hmm. like what is the company's business standing like? Um because um, those larger companies, they can they can like Google, Microsoft, some of these other larger companies, or like Fortune five hundred companies. Some of them can afford to to weather out this storm and keep like keep yeah. their talent, and others yeah. have to let them go. So, most definitely, yeah. Um, my piece of advice would be um, make sure your resume is good. Um, I would say regularly update your resume. Um, because you never know when either you'll be fed up, whether they'll be fed up, money ain't looking right, any of those options. And so you want your resume to reflect all the things that you've done. And if you've been with a company for two years and you haven't updated your resume for two years, it's kind of hard to think back to all the things that you updated, created, you know, was a part of to add that back to your resume. So yeah, definitely make sure your resume is updated. Um, Stay up on the skills within your space. Um, Even if your company isn't like the, um, I'll say the most up to date on a particular area, that doesn't mean that you don't have to stay up on that information because what one company does doesn't mean that another company is gonna work the exact same way. Uh, One company may be like, yeah, we're doing Excel sheets and, you know, um, we're doing a data analysis on these Excel sheets, whereas another company is like, no, we're doing active machine learning on, you know, this uh, live data that we have feeding through. And there's analysis happening, but it's happening on a machine learning level. So now you're like, I don't know if I can get this job because I need the machine learning experience because you didn't go that route. Because if you're doing data analysis, uh, and you're a tech person, machine learning is kind of going to be your next step because one, everybody's using machine learning as their buzzword and as their savior end all be all, um, even though machine learning sometimes does not need to be used. And two, because that's, that's the wave of the future at this point. Um, everybody wants the machines to learn better, to analyze better, and to uh, help grow their business so that they can use the people for something else, as opposed to having data analysis just sitting here looking for anomalies in their data or what have you. Um, And I would say continue to network. Even though you have a job, that doesn't mean that your networking stops. Um, So yeah, definitely network with the people, you know, have the conversations with other groups of like, hey, you know, what type of stuff are you working on? Uh, how do you like your company? Because you never know, you might want to move over to someone's company or someone may even name drop you at their company. And someone may reach out like a recruiter or someone to say, hey, I heard about you from such and such. Would you think about coming over? So yeah, just always be on the ready. Most definitely. I think I don't even think I can add a whole lot to that uh, other than I know T-Man, you definitely uh, um, stress the importance of having savings. But I would say if you're somebody starting out, like when I was starting out, you know, I had something safe, but not enough to like know what the storm would weather. I mean, enough to weather a, you know, whatever the storm was. But 
Um, one of the things I think that is cheap, that is inexpensive, that you could do uh, definitely is, and I know T-Man uh, mentioned it at the end, but know the business that you're working in. Uh, how many times do we get those uh, monthly or quarterly business updates? You know, it's not to say you have to be very well versed in business, but like listen to the conversation, like what's the projected, uh, what's the projections, you know, for the next couple of months or the next quarter or how well did we do, you know, the previous quarter. Um, but, you know, it's I think like a lot of times we get in a mindset that we're hired to do one thing and we just do that one thing and we kind of ignore the other stuff. But I think like the responsibility of an adult is you just, you know, you do your, do your, your job responsibilities and duties, but also, you know, doing your homework to make sure that the business you're in, you know, has growth. Um, and a good question I always ask is like, you know, what's on the, what's in the, on the roadmap, what's on the, you know, like what's the future works look like. Um, and that also kind of gives you an idea. Um, but I think the main thing, like, especially from my own experience, I learned is that like, you can't, get too comfortable um another easy thing to always do is just you know even if you're not actively looking for a job you know sign up for um like come you know sign up for like platforms like indeed or Glassdoor, and get like those you know week daily monthly or however you know duration that you set but like emails of you know like what what your role is and like who's hiring because I can also tell you, like, okay, it is the role I am. Is it is the role that I'm in now? You know, is it you know is it still prevalent? Uh, is it still something that's being used? And also, too, it could just be a chance for you to just also see, like, okay, how much am I worth? Because sometimes some companies now publish that you know what that salary looks like. Um, so yeah, so I, I would say yeah, don't get too comfortable. Always, you know, it's not necessarily to say that you should be actively looking all the time, but just know that business is business, and just as much as uh, you want uh, the company to hold you long term, or you know, say you want to work there forever, just also know that like, uh, you know, things can happen. Um, it's just the the way of life. Well said, yeah, so, Clarence. Well said. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think with that, like, I think we can wrap up the episode. I mean, I feel like we've covered the pieces that we, you know, that really matter, the the meat and potatoes um, type of thing. Uh, how about you guys? Yeah, I say choose yourself. <laughs> yes. And- exactly, Clarence. <laughs> and, and I feel like my uh- topic actually makes sense now. I might be here tomorrow, I might not. <laughs> Dang, I kind of like that. That is growing on me. Because <laughs> that's how I feel, man. That's how we all. I think that's how we all feel today. Like these past. You, got, years, you gotta feel it sometimes. Feel. It's like, you know, gotta feel. I think that you're right. Cause it might be tomorrow, might not. Yeah, but yeah. for SEO purposes, I do feel like lay off some resignations. <laughs> so the episode title is gonna be. I might be here. I might not. Lay off some resignations. <laughs> <laughs>